0: You all right?
3: Yeah, I'm all right. You
1: all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Feels like it's been a while. I mean, people have been... I mean, it's a good thing that people have been busting our, our chops a little bit to hurry up and put this one out.
3: Yeah, it's only the same four cunts that it always is.
1: Yeah. but uh, Well, sorry, but the reason is um, I've been on holiday. And if, that, if, and, and if that's not a good enough excuse, relax, because it, it wasn't a very good one. And and you've been near where I've been this week, right?
3: I, I have, yeah, yeah. You had a shit holiday. day?
1: <sighs> Do you know what? Just wanted a little getaway, didn't I? All right, little, little you've, heard, you've earned it. Thanks, mate.
3: Oldest working man in podcasting, this cunt. Exactly. And 12 podcasts per month, he does. But, <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, so uh,
1: booked uh, a little getaway. Uh, you can't really get a lot at the moment because everyone's going on in England.
3: Yeah, uh, but the weather's been so fucking rancid. They ain't going to next year. They'll all be back abroad.
1: Yeah, well, the weather was quite nice when we booked it. Uh, St. Oseph's. Yeah. L- looked on the website. Looked lovely. Had a lot of pool with like um, slides and stuff for the kids. And I thought, oh, this could be good.
3: Oh, no, St. Oseph's just down the road from Clacton. That's right. Yeah. It's
1: also quite close to Jaywick. Um, a stone's throw. Um so job, it used to be nice. It did, yeah, it used to be, yeah. Um so we uh we We get a caravan and and it's clean. Right it weren't a cheap
3: holiday either, right? No, but there weren't any cheap holidays this year, was there? No mate. Uh
1: so we go in now. My says, Oh, we've got one of them fires that look like a telly. Right with the telly above it, you know, like the kind of like the fake fires that yeah. are just basically like a telly. Uh I mean, it's a good start to the Can I put it on? I'm freezing, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, two remotes, one for the telly, one for the fire. Yeah, you know, it's not working. So like, yes, yeah, so right. remotes like um, you only have one set of batteries, and you have to swap them
3: between all the remotes in the caravan because people keep stealing the batteries. Uh, Go a pound land, you fucking tight cunt.
1: I've just paid 800 subs for a four-night break, mate. I, could, I just want a couple of fucking AAAs in a remote for a fire that hopefully I'm not going to use. But if I do, I don't want to have to turn off Married at First Sight and take the batteries <laughs> at the telly and put it in there to turn the fire on. Oh, and do you know what? Like I knew this would happen. I'm going to have a couple of beers before we start recording... I've never seen that many people that have their shirts off when it's cold. I've never seen that many people with tooth with teeth missing. Shut I mean, up, you can't. I just said tooth because I've been <laughs>
3: looking at you all fucking night.
2: <laughs> literally I'm
3: yeah. standing up for people with a tooth missing.
1: It's all right if you've lost a tooth. But, like, you ain't holding a fag in between that gap, are you? Everyone was just drinking cans of lager like, at, like, half nine in the morning. They were on holiday. <laughs> and like, I, love a mid- I love an holiday drink. I'm not boring. I'm not a snob. I, you know, where, where You're was You're coming I? across as one. Well, I was born in Tilbury, and I live in the place that only three weeks ago was in the papers as being the worst place to live in the UK. Grays. The worst place to live in the UK. That was the article. It's not St Oz's <laughs> from my experience. But
3: well, it's worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was just bloody horrible. The campsite next door, make it this what you want, right? So I walked to the caravan site next door just because there was nothing to do because it was cold. What way? The Jaywick way or the other way? The the Jaywick way. Uh and normally if you go to a caravan site, right, what I mean it is, do you have? Just all the regular ones, right? So they are sometimes a club ass, yeah?
3: Yeah, which you won't be allowed in unless you're staying now,
1: right? So I got me passes, went in there.
3: Oh, did you? Uh, what is it all part of the same thing? Yep,
1: yeah, so uh, went in there, uh, filmed the entertainment because it was, uh, I'll tell you what, how I, I, I summed up the holiday, Uh, Pip messaged me and he went, As it going, I said, I feel like I'm part of an immersive experience for a pilot for a sitcom I don't know about. <laughs>
3: If Am you, I in the middle of something brilliant? It, it felt
1: like that. Um, but, oh, mate, like the amenities on this one, right? So, normally clubhouse, little shop, maybe a laundrette. Yeah. This one. Boozer, shop that had a special on three litre bottles of Frosty Jack. <laughs> next to that was a tattooist, and next to that was a Thai massage parlour. Well, now, got, I'm not
3: saying anything. You've got to plate your crowd, did not you? Like, no, your audience.
1: Yeah. All right. But you, you, you was just up the road, right, Walton, and that's where I went as a kid on holiday. Yeah. growing up, so I was. I said like, I'd be all right there. We're right on top of Walton. It's lovely there. It's, Walton, I imagine, is a lot better when it's not freezing cold. Uh, did you? You've obviously been this week when it's been sunny, right? Yeah.
3: But but the seaside's a different place when it's sunny, isn't it? Yeah. It all goes a bit every day's like Sunday, doesn't it? When the weather's wank.
1: There's nothing more miserable than like a dun, cloud dun,
3: dun, 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 dun.
1: it is isn't it
3: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, do you know what I ain't having a lot of luck with all of these lately
3: well, have you had another bad experience well, yeah I went to
1: Mersey Island didn't I and a clutch fell out of my car before I got there <laughs> 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 and obviously you... before that was the cruise when they lost me fucking luggage and I had to wear a fucking Norwegian Cruise Line fucking t-shirt for the whole week <laughs>
3: A fit of a fourteen-year-old kid.
1: No, it, no, it wasn't. It was XXXL, but at the time the kids were like about ten, and they both had to wear them as well. Did
3: you tie yours in a knot?
1: What? <laughs> just under my chest. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> that's all of the dancing, mostly dancing. <laughs>
3: uh Yeah.
1: So that's been my my uh, my my trip to the seaside. Was yours more more fruitful?
3: Yeah, it was nice. A nice sunny day on the beach in Walton. Have an ice cream? Uh Yeah. Th- well. Where we was on the beach, it was quite a walk for an ice cream, but I did go and get one, and I managed to get them back before it kind of, you know, melted and that.
1: Not, not ever got a problem walking for an ice cream? Hmm? Haven't got a problem walking for an ice cream?
3: I've not got a problem with walking for an ice cream. When it's the right ice cream, you know, I'm like the proclaimers in a lot of ways when it comes to walking for an ice cream. You ain't, oh, are yeah. you? Fucking, you wouldn't walk 500 yards for an ice cream, would you?
1: Right, so I'll tell you what he's talking about. This would have been... <laughs> 90s. Yeah, 92, 93, I reckon. Uh, we went to South End on a Saturday.
3: You say that like we went there once on a Saturday. We went there every single fucking week yeah. on a Saturday.
1: So we went now, but we didn't get an ice cream every week. We only ever had an ice cream there once. You didn't even want an ice cream. Did you want lemon ice?
3: No, I wanted a proper Rossi ice cream. Right. From the proper Rossi place.
1: Right, so we was in the high street. Where there was uh, in the middle of the high street was like a kind of like I wouldn't even say it was a pop up shop. It was just a kind of like a kind of, almost like a sort of like mini porter like an was ice cream. It, it was a kiosk. Kiosk. That's the word. <laughs> kiosk. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it was. It was a kiosk um, that sold. It was a Rossi kiosk, and I went just get your ice cream. He went now, nah. nah. and I went. No, he went, it's, it's not a proper Rossi. I was That's, like,
3: it's not proper Rossi. It's, it's, it's like from the Whitby machine. I ain't going to do it at the tub, are they? Because it's a kiosk. And I argued this. You'd had your Burger King, we'd gone in Golden Disc. You bought a record by the Wonder Stuff. <laughs> so what else did you have to do? So we went for a walk together. I've an done, ice done cream. my money. I
1: wanted to go home. <laughs> like, but no, you, you was want-
3: always like that. Got your Star Wars figure. <laughs> and fucking wait to get
1: home and play with it. But you fucking went no, we're gonna go and get a we're gonna go and get a Rossi. And I was I like, will just get one there. He was like, no, no, it's not the same. We walked it we, you misjudged that as well. It was a long way, wasn't it? i
3: a bit now. Yeah. It was a little longer than I thought.
1: Yeah. I've You're nev-
3: fucking complaining though. Like every two minutes, like it was like a kid in the back of the car going, Are we there yet? <laughs>
1: never ever wanted to smash an
3: ice cream in someone's <laughs> face. Or just knock it out your hand once you got it. I <laughs> no, no, say, so, wasn't it? Proper Rossi.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a Rossi that you can get anywhere.
3: No, it was a proper... From the tub, it was a proper Rossi. You can
1: get tubs of Rossi in every supermarket round here.
3: Yeah, I know, but not from the tub, you know, like the metal tub. Yeah, that's bollocks. I will admit that about a month later, you made us go to the kiosk because you wouldn't fucking walk there again. like you know it? Yeah, and they did have the tub. (laughs) Remember your smug fucking face. Winner. Winner. (laughs) I can't really have forgot that. I'm surprised
1: I'm not doing dining out on
3: that. I'm going to edit that out.
1: (laughs) Oh, dear.
3: Let's talk wickles. Don't we always start with films? Do we? We always fucking start with films. I don't know why we have to go through this charade where you pretend you don't know we start with films. You're always about three pints down the line. I've had two. Right. Well, that's about three. Let me just pull up Movie Phone. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: right. no, what you got? I ain't got a lot this month. No, no. Um, I had to go on Movie Phone to find some more. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, so I, I imagine we've both got Evil Dead, yeah? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it.
3: You've never seen Evil Dead? No. It's fucking brilliant.
1: You like horror though, did not you?
3: Yeah, but even if you don't. It's fucking brilliant. Well, if you don't, you're not going to want like watching the horror, are you? Yeah, but you can just appreciate it being a, a good example of his genre.
1: But I don't like horrors.
3: Yeah, but that's like saying you know. I'm just going to have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to bother saying it. You ain't editing that out. No way. <laughs> right, Evil Dead. Tell me what happens. What's the concept with Evil Dead? How evil is it? It's really fucking evil. Right. So it's a group of young people go and stay in a house in the woods. Textbook. And um, they find, I think they find like a book and some audio cassettes. And they play the audio cassettes. And it's this uh, like Explorer or something reading from, I haven't seen it probably for 20 years. But it's the Explorer or something reading from this book of the dead. And it reawakens the spirits unbeknownst to them. And then like the trees all go a bit rapey and that. And uh and like one by one the people kind of get possessed and then like until like it's only the main guy left. But like it's sort of you know like it's real kind of schlock horror, eh? But it's it's, it's really fucking like inventive on a low budget, one yeah. of them ones, yeah. It's fucking great. All right. Watch it.
0: Alright.
3: Come well, round and watch it, I'll give you a cushion to hide behind. Alright. Well Why don't you like horror? I don't mind it. You can poo yourself. No,
1: like I ain't scared, like. But I just
3: like watching it with my mum.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright.
1: There was a film out called
3: "Don't Go in the Woods." <laughs> right, pedo.
1: Well, no, it's, no, it's not.
3: It's not. That's not. That's what jumps to mind. Just the no, word it's association. Not Don't go
1: in the woods. Forward slash pedo. It's. It's. That's nothing to do. I mean, I've got someone's in Cannibal Apocalypse. So it's like, that looks like... Um, we've done Cannibal Apocalypse, haven't no, we? No, we've done Cannibal Ferox and Cannibal... Holocaust. Holocaust. Cannibal Apocalypse looks like they turn up in uh, in New York. Um, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. What, I'm, Cannibals? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happens on the plane on the way over there. I imagine the the food that they're offered probably isn't going to be sufficient. Uh, right, Don't Go uh, Near the Woods uh, is the film. So... You've mentioned woods, and so I want to ask you, in 1981, right, woods were dangerous, weren't they? Like, if you went to the woods, you was either going to get diddled with, uh, you was going to go missing, uh, you was going to find an adult river magazine, Yeah. Uh, you was going to build a camp that bigger kids were going to come and boot in. Textbook. Uh, anything else happening in woods? Was there any positives
3: from going to the woods? You might find someone who hung themselves. That's not That's not positive. That's another permutation.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean... That happened to a bloke up my road. It, well, we, we used to knock about in Hangman's Woods, didn't yeah. we? Right, so it, that weren't called that after the bloke up your road.
3: No, it weren't named in the 70s. Yeah. But he found someone in there in the... Was it seventies? Yeah, he found someone in the seventies who hung himself in the woods. So they called it Hangman's Woods. No, it was already called Hangman Woods, and as a you know, as a coincidence, I don't know whether someone got inspired by that or someone was having personal troubles. Wow! And hung themselves in the woods, and he was walking his Dalmatian first thing in the morning, and found someone hanging from the tree.
1: I don't think there's any positives to get from from woods.
3: Tiger Woods.
0: No.
3: Chris Woods. <laughs> Morning Woods. <laughs> <laughs> There's <is> a positive.
1: <laughs> no, I just think like the more I think back to Woods, like I remember like, you know, we'd be mucking about we built a camp and then we'd proper pleased it, won't well, And then like Big kids booted it all in. Yeah. And like and like and I just all I can I don't think I've got any like positive memories. Like occasionally over the rookery there was like a Tarzan swing that was like folklore. It was like you'd go over there and you go on tarzy, and you'd go over there and there'd just be like a load of kids with their shirts off with pubes, yeah. like just going on there. And like they would have made like an extra bit out of like a, a tyre in a tube. Yeah. Just like, and I wouldn't know where to get a tyre in a tube, but like tough kids called like Dean and things like that, they yeah. would have just fucking found but, one, wouldn't they? It's
3: like Pat Roach's kids. They could always get out of a tyre in a tube. Yeah, exactly.
1: No, you ain't having it. I'm wrestling for it. I'm going in.
3: Like, the old man's got a load of them in his scrapyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, it just made me think about woods and and just the fact that in the eighties they were like a hub of fucking horror. <laughs> they were they were a dangerous place. The woods. Flashes hung around in woods, didn't they? Yeah. Where else do flashes operate? Parks. Yeah, I mean it's a variant of a wood, isn't it? How many trees in a park before it's a wood?
3: I think it's if you put a fence round a wood, it becomes a park.
1: Right. Okay. Right. Woodland. People got buried in woodland. They still do. I know.
3: Like not as much as they used to.
1: Yeah, you don't see kids playing in the woods anymore, do you? I think they've learnt lessons. I think years of like woodland horror. Why are you prowling around
3: the woods I looking ain't for kids playing? The woods?
1: I'm just walking me dog, officer. <laughs> I ain't done nothing wrong, but I walked my dog through the woods,
3: and like... and Prowling all around I, doing a tally chart of how many kids are playing now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did actually walk through Danos woods the other day,
3: and I mean, they're dangerous.
1: They, back in when we were kids, had Danos in, which yeah. were like massive fuck-off holes. That like pe- they
3: went to the centre of the earth, didn't they? It felt like it. Yeah. And... If I remember rightly, they weren't fenced off that much. No, they weren't. They had that, that, you know, that old fucking fence you yeah. climb over. Yeah, and and, like, tre- and sort of tread it down. Yeah, and like,
1: and I remember like people used to just dump stolen bikes down there and yeah. stuff like that, and you, we'd often sort of throw like fucking sticks down and see if we could hear it at the bottom.
3: Yeah, but you think you couldn't, could you? You'd throw something down there, like, yeah. and about a week later, you'd hear a plop. <laughs> <laughs> by then, you were fucking
1: buried by a stranger. <laughs>
3: Definitely. <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah, some geezer with a beard with his pants around his ankles. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I just don't think...
1: Like, you know, the, the people that flashers in, in the in the 80s wanted to flash out, I don't think they for frequent woods anymore. I think they're going to have to start flashing in Primark and, like, and, you know.
3: Yeah, but there's cameras everywhere now. You can't get away with it, can you? I suppose so. Not that you want to.
1: Yeah. But just saying... Yeah.
3: Would that it were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um
1: Das Boot.
3: I, I know nothing about Das Boot apart from just like looking it up on Wikipedia. It was a German war film, wasn't it? It's a classic. made by Germans. Don't know, I've never seen it. Uh, yeah, like I, I think it's like sort of set in a U boat or something. Das Boot means the boat, doesn't it? I suppose so. That's what it said on Wikipedia. Ooh. I've got no reason to think they'd lie. Well,
1: it seems we ain't got a lot to say about it, just talking about the evil dead. Who's who's the most evil person you've ever met?
3: I have met an evil person. Have you? Yeah. Who? Um, so we was playing... Uh, I subsequently wrote about this in a song. You met Arthur Mallard, didn't you? <laughs> Arthur, Arthur Mallard. Did I call him Mallard Ma- Arthur Mallard. <laughs> Arthur <laughs> Mallard. Because uh, didn't he get... He, he, uh, it, after it, was, he died. it was after he died. Mm. Um, he, I think his daughter said that, like, after was it after her mum died or after her mum moved out, he took her on as his wife, you know, in, in a wifely way. Leave it alone, Arthur. Yeah, come on, Arthur. But um, he always seemed like a really chirpy, cho- chirpy cockney chap. He did. That's all to say, he seemed like a ch- chirpy cockney chap. He didn't he, Arthur Mullard? you yeah. never have thought, you know, when he was fucking. All in his pearly king stuff with Beryl Reed. You yeah. wouldn't have thought he'd have been capable of any of that. No. But I, I met him, didn't I? Yeah, um, got him to sign me Knitzer Reb shirt along with all three BGs.
1: Sport now, isn't it?
3: Yeah, ain't worth a lot. No, nah. sentimental value though. But um, yeah, as it is, well, I mean, yeah, I suppose he turned he turned out to be a wrong and didn't he, Arthur Mullard? Yeah. But um, uh, when uh, I was playing far the side over Pitsy on a Monday night. In the uh, uh, sorry, the late noughties, and, and uh, oh, nice one. Uh, we ended up playing like Team Old versus Team Young, and Team Young were all about eighteen and really fit, and Team Old were kind of like you know thirties and forties and sort of our older wily heads. And uh, one of the young kids who came over, Aidan, bought his mate Matt, who was like really fucking good. He was a really really good player, like. You know, like the Pitsy Messi. He was such a fucking show off. He'd come over one week and he forgot his shoes and he played barefoot. And like still good. Well no one could just get near enough to, to him a fucking stamp on his foot. And uh then one week, like one of Team Young turned up, like, you know, him from foot to foot with excitement, said, hey, have you have you seen the you seen the Basel and Echo? Like, no. It's like, Matt's a pedo. And Matt had uh, been like grooming kids online. Been like this I don't know whether he's taking the podcast down a bit of a like rotten root but we'll, we'll, you've we'll, met you we'll, met a legit we'll, a legit fucking online pedo but um yeah he was like you know like sucking him into his web of deceit and getting him to like you know like blackmailing him to wank off into a webcam and that it was really bleak yeah got seven years he's out now I don't know where he is but apparently Woods that's <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out like it was after all this fucking come out that they said oh you know his brother got done for it as well Jesus his brother got done as well and he was out on licence and then got put put inside again because they caught him showing some kid a picture of his cock on his phone in Pitsy Market this country <laughs> it's got the dogs round here isn't it bloody hell yeah, think- you think of all the things people have got to do nowadays there won't be any time for all that, but... I think some people just make time for it. Pedo I'm, time. I met Prince Andrew. You you didn't meet Prince Andrew. I fucking did. What was that, when your dad got his MBE? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was with me. I don't... I think I would have remembered meeting Prince Andrew. We didn't Andrew. meet him. What was it being Cubs or something? No, no. We was in London,
1: like doing gigs or something I might have just been with a band but we were just literally just walking down a side road to get somewhere And there are you was... thinking of Rolf Harris no oh god I've met him twice
3: is he worse than Prince Andrew oh, I don't know Prince Andrew didn't have any catchy songs though did he no like, he's got no redeeming features at least with Rolf he had the songs first and the yeah. cartoon club and that yeah
1: forgot about that
3: pure evil pure evil Hop <laughs> hop. Oh, it's right. still hard to believe about Rolf, oh, isn't it? Do you
1: know what? I'm
3: not saying I don't believe. I do fucking believe it because you've only got to look at the pictures of him in the seventies. He's he's wrong. You can see he's wrong now. It's, it's obvious now. It's like with Savile. You can look at him like he's all wrong, isn't he? Like look at his hair and his demeanour and fucking he's wrong. You can see it now. It's obvious now.
1: When you see that like that photo fit of him without his specs on, not looking chipper. Yeah,
3: he
1: looks proper evil.
3: Yeah. Stare into the face of evil. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Right, let's move on to something cheerier Yeah, can
1: we? Yeah, so we're we'll getting a bit bogged down in in uh, Nazis in and woodland. Oh, there'll be a bit more of
3: that later on. Oh, okay. Um, right, is it music now? Yeah, if you like. Okay. I'm I'm quite I'm, I'm always quite like fluid about these sort of things. You know, we can just do whatever whatever. No, you not. Whatever feels good. Right, what do you want to do next? Music. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We
1: can start music.
3: Right, so I picked a chart from the middle of the month, because if we do that every month... I've gone for the end of the month. So it's only two weeks different from last month then? Oh, did I go middle of the month? Oh, right. Oh, no, yeah, you went sorry. end of the month. No, you wanted to... I don't know why you do end of the oh, month. Oh, because he's. you do the first. You because no, the middle. Yeah, the middle. Because the oh, end of the... That makes sense now. Because the end of the month is like the start of next month. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. So course, what, you, yeah. what you're doing by doing the end of the month is you're ruining next month's podcast. Right. Oh, I totally see what you're saying now. Yeah, you're completely right. And that's what I do the middle of the month. Right, well done. So what you got then from the end of the month?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Adam... Uh, and the Ants, he's number one with Prince
3: Charming. Oh, yeah, that was number one in my one as well, so that must have done a few weeks at number one then, Prince Charming. Like that? Yeah. As a kid, I don't think there's anything better than Adam and the Ants, Prince Charming and Stand and Deliver. Yeah, it's got dance, and it? has got fucking dinosaurs. Yeah.
1: Like, um... Oh, it was great, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. as a pop star, Adam Ant had everything when he was a kid, wasn't it? it yeah. Was like, he just looked like a fucking superhero. He's a perfect fucking pop star, Adamant. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and then at number two, I've got The Police's Invisible Sun. How does Invisible Sun go?
3: I keep thinking of spirits in the material That's world. That's what
1: I'm thinking.
3: <coughs> <coughs> in the invisible sun, a yeah. spirit in an invisible sun. Can we play? If anyone knows how Invisible Sun goes, right in. Yeah, I sort of of recognise it but it ain't one of their best ones but they were that popular by that point they could have just but like they could have done anything then and and it got in the charts
1: if you was invisible (laughs) if you was invisible for just like I don't know if you had an hour of
3: being invisible what would you do you're not allowed to say tit up ladies anymore are you don't think so (laughs) I won't I weren't going to say that anyway. I was just checking whether you were allowed to. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I've done, I've You've done. got no alternative. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love the fact that in all the years that you thought if I was invisible for a day you had an answer. Now
3: ah. you've got nothing. Hashtag Me Too's fucking ruined everything, isn't
1: it? This guy was out of
3: trouble. He's probably just sitting indoors <laughs> Have you got anything for that then?
1: Um, I'd, I'd find someone I didn't like and just walk on and I'd just boot them up the ass. Constantly.
3: That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Probably have a walk round some woods.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, I mean, I've got I literally got nothing for that. Yeah, that's all right. I think we all know what you want to do. <laughs> I don't even want to do it anymore. <laughs> Not admitting it.
1: Oh dear.
3: Um
0: Uh
1: some other uh songs in the in the top ten I've got uh did we sing a bit of Otto last time, Hands Up?
3: I I've No, I've, I've had a few messages from people saying that we always repeat things month after month, but it's because oh, we have a beer when we we we're doing little, this. A it comes beer. with
1: the territory, I'm sorry.
3: Just doing our hands best. Hands up, baby, baby, hands up. Give me your heart, give me, give me your heart, give me, give me. Hands up, baby, hands up. It's a
1: proper fucking mobile disco classic from the 80s, that. That was I've the old mum clap that. under the leg dance, wasn't it, that yeah. one?
3: Yeah. Yeah, and, and D are we yeah, I, I think we have talked we must have talked about this because we, we talked about D I S E O, didn't, didn't we? we?
1: Yeah. Uh number four, pretend by Alvin Stardust.
3: I don't know that. No, I don't know that. At least on Stiff. Yeah, I saw that I saw that as well. Yeah. Uh
0: number five, I've got <laughs> I've so really, got no
3: idea
1: what a that really is. Any bad rendition of souvenir by M D there.
0: That's
1: more sorta. Of wish
3: wish
1: oh, if I could do a mash out <laughs> of Where He's <is> Love <laughs> by Oliver. Why you done that, mate? Bring the ass
3: Uh I love souvenir. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, um, I like Owen Day. I really fucking like Owen Day. I I used to like them a lot, but I think I like them even more than right. I used to like them.
1: Uh, the other day, Tesla Girls come on uh, You know I like Tesla Girls wouldn't I
3: Have you reconsidered it? You realised I was right all along I
1: wouldn't go that far, but I'd say that I heard it and I was like, oh, this is actually really good
3: No, it's really good yeah. You was put off by the test, test, test You were put off by that, weren't you? Yes No, 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 no But like, it's a good song Yes, yes, yes I fucking love Tesla Girls
1: if it's, it's no Enola Gay and it's no
3: Souvenir. No, it ain't, but he's good, though. Or Joan of Arc. Yeah, but they, they've got an embarrassment of riches, I think, OMD. Mm. You don't like sailing on the seven seas, I do you? I don't like that. Only the song that inspired personal Jesus. Well, that would be bullshit.
1: Well... I like Pandora's box. Do you? Yeah, it's tidy. <laughs> <laughs> Except, Except was from Adrian Mole. Oh, she was lovely. I fancy Pandora. I like what's in her box. Um. Uh, <laughs> got songs? No. I mean, no, no, For souvenir. What about souvenirs. Have you? Have you kept anything? Oh, you know. I'll I, fucking, mean, no, I'll, that's, I mean, I, you,
3: you know, I fucking keep everything.
1: Yeah, you've got literally all of your toys, haven't you? I mean, we can see my Star Wars collection from here, which is about six months old. But you've literally got the lot and some, haven't you?
3: I'll. I kept all my Star Wars figures, yeah. didn't I? Like, but um. I didn't know my mum had a dodgy lodger um, in the in the sort of early two thousands, and I uh, he'd stole a load of stuff from her house. Like she found a load of stuff in his room, like oh, I don't know a fucking carriage clock and like, some processed cheese slice and stuff that he'd snaffled out of the fridge. Sorry, did you? <laughs> sounds like a generation game. <laughs> yeah, I can't really remember all the things. A power tool. <laughs> Tea's made. Yeah, he just he snaffled loads of like random contraband. But she took him in after like one of her mates had lobbed him out because she'd caught him pinching her jewellery. And then my mum took him in on the on the premise of him doing some odd jobs around the house because she felt sorry for him. And then he ended up nicking some stuff from her, and so she like she turfed him out as well. That's quite eighties, isn't it? A dodgy lodger that nicks jewellery. (laughs) He weren't like a gentleman thief though He weren't like David
1: Niven Like one of your own Yeah like, uh, Wouldn't steal from his own Yeah but No he was. was
3: more like Castle Yeah Just someone that just like I'll You know your pasty out of the fridge Weedles their way into your house And then will just kind of like Nick your dad's jumper and a pasty <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love the fact
3: that. I mean he was a serial criminal wasn't he Like uh, He probably stole cereal as well
1: Like Yeah Like I mean We, we should point out that uh, Mr. Gels uh would regularly uh, not have any money. So his, his currency was, we'd give him uh, the top 40 and the list of records that we wanted. Yeah. And he'd go into Woolworths in this leather jacket where he'd fashioned a pocket that was 12 <laughs> he, inches wide. His big
3: pocket, wasn't it? <laughs> like did, Alan's big plate, <laughs> wasn't it? it was. He'd just go in there and nick a load of
1: records, come back out and he'd be like, Right, there you go. Okay, you ain't got to pay petrol money today. And uh yeah, he'd sort us out your records. Um So have you got like did you keep things like anything like from sort of like the early days of like cunt and that?
3: I don't think I threw anything I don't think I threw anything out. Yeah. I got boxes I've got boxes of stuff up the loft that I meant to fucking like de box well while the pandemic was going mm. on, but it's all still in boxes Oh like, you'll get round to that. Yeah. There's the, there's the first ever little cunt that Lil Sowed, who's just like he's like an hand puppet with this great big like purple uh, shiny cock, um. And I had him probably like for the first year or or whatever of doing gigs, and then like upgraded him to one with like a fake arm, and like Bob Carroll G's. Yeah.
1: There's something a little bit sad about just thinking in the loft there's just a little cunt just in a box.
3: Yeah. Oh, know there's two of them, though. They keep each other company. It's like Spit the Dog. He had a few of them, didn't he? And
1: cuddles. <laughs> yeah, Cuddles the monkey, didn't he?
3: Yeah, it didn't go for as much. Did He e-bayed he yeah. he them all, didn't he? We've talked about this. I bet it was about a year ago. But he e them all. He eBayed all the spits.
1: Birdie's song, he's storming up the charts at the moment. Is it? Yeah. Did you like a
3: little bit of this and a little bit of that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did. Mm. Did you?
3: Yeah, I didn't mind it, Yeah. I know you're a big fan. I grew to hate it, though, from mobile discos.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember going on holiday to Yarmouth one year, and that must have just come out. And I remember just fucking thinking it was the best thing i ever heard. It was the heard. best thing ever. Yeah. Because
3: you could do all the actions yeah. to it. Yeah. A little bit of this, little bit of that, shake your bum, clap, 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 clap. Got to say the word bum. Bum.
1: What more did you want? I'll tell you what more I wanted. I wanted David, the little fellow I met on holiday wanted to fucking get hold of his big sister. Did you? Nah. I was about fucking nine and she was about 17.
3: I mean, did you actually get older? I mean, no, you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Loved her. She had a rah rah skirt.
3: Did she? Yeah. Weren't there any woods around the campsite?
0: (laughs) (coughs)
1: You like Godly and Craig, but yeah? I, I do, yeah. <laughs> Are we in
2: a, uh, uh, <clears throat> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
1: At number six, Under Your Thumb by Godly and Cream. I really like that song. Oh,
3: I was number six in your chart, that was number 30 in mine, Go so a lot, lot can happen in a fog Under Your Thumb. It's, it's a good song, that. Have yeah. you heard it lately?
1: It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of all chorus, isn't it?
3: No, it, no, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's um, uh, like, because it, it, sets, it, sets, it sets it all up in the verse. Mm. I was waiting at the station.
1: Of a stationary
3: train, then someone got in behind me, and I thought I heard a woman's voice cry. Don't wanna be under your farm forever. It's got a great chorus, but the verses are good as well because they sort of they tell the whole story. It's like a fucking film in three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Do you like them story songs? Yeah, I love a story song. Yeah, I like a story song. What's your favourite? If if I had to, if I had to pick one. I do think Under Your Thumb is right up there for me, because I, lo- I like them kind of supernatural ones that make you feel a bit weird. And I think Stan Ridgway's Camouflage ooh, is a perfect ooh, fucking example. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a ghostly... You find that at the end, it's a ghost. Sorry, it's plot spoiler for anyone that hasn't heard it before, but you find that it's a ghostly presence. Yeah, it's a good shout. I didn't even consider that. Oh, fucking, oh, I fucking... Oh, I love Camouflage. And it's daft as well, because... When when he turns around, uh, Camouflage has pulled a big palm tree up out of the ground, and he's swatting those Charlies with it from here at Kingdom Come. Mm. How about you? Got any good ones? <laughs> fuck's that.
1: I never thought it would happen with me and Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, up the junction by Squeeze. Like, What a brilliant story. Yeah, it's proper, isn't it? Yeah, fucking
3: sad. Yeah. Really sad. Um. But like camouflage and under your thumb, both do that. Like sink you into the world and fucking like properly deliver.
1: I think when all of the when I think of stories in songs, most of them are really fucking sad. Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. Like I mean, that's a, obviously a fucking incredible song. I actually actually come on, I was having a run the other day. The strings on that are fucking amazing. Yeah. That's a proper sad song. That is. Um Old Red Eyes by the Beautiful South. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah, boy. I'll tell you, um, uh, 24 Hours from Tulsa. Oh, what I oh, really like. record that is. Like the idea that, you know, you fucking have this big drive, you get two minutes from home, and then, like, you end up getting smelly fingers and it fucking <laughs> jog your missus on. Right.
1: So, w- w- explain the lyrical content there. Sorry, what, 24 so he, Hours he gets, from Tulsa. He, yeah,
3: he, sorry, you get smelly fingers, you say. Uh, that that was that. I believe how's he, how's he get them? that was cut out the seven seven inch version. Right, it was on the album version. Oh, okay, mm. right. Unfortunate. Around the back of the calf. Um, I had another one as well. It was uh, uh, I did what I did for Maria. That's uh, old fucking thingy. Sings that, isn't it? Is it Tony Christie? It is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's got some belters. Yeah. Like I know Amarillo's. You know, let's let's have a fucking party when we're on holiday, but that's a fucking great record. Yeah. Uh avenues and alleyways he's fucking amazing.
3: Yeah he's good in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah he was a fucking dude he was. Yeah.
3: Might have to get the best of Tony Christie. Have you got it? I have next door. Oh, might have to borrow mm. that off you never He done give that it one
1: back. with um the All C and I as well, didn't he? Oh did he? Yeah. What was that? Oh, I can't think. a Sheffield boy one he I believe. Oh I dunno. Yeah. He went from Tulsa Oh, he was. Took a day to get there. Um, okay, endless
3: love um, at number nine. Do you like endless love? Yeah, I do. What's good? What's good about it? Like other than it get you know, gets your wife's cunt wet. It ain't that ain't a bloke's record, is it? Madly seeing at number ten. We shut up. <laughs> That's a courage.
0: <coincidence.
1: laughs>
3: uh, I like shut up. It's not one of me faves.
1: Yeah. But I do like it.
3: Yeah, but that's another one like Madness that got such a fucking embarrassment of riches, isn't they? You can have a song like Shut Up and it ain't in their top ten songs.
1: Bizarrely, just while we're on, on this, uh, while we're talking music, uh, and I imagine we've spoke about them on this podcast already, ABBA have got a new record out.
3: Oh, yeah. You heard it? Yeah, it just sounds like all the other ABBA records, like just like, tape together. Yeah. Have you heard it? Oh, oh, there's two, haven't there? Oh, I don't. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, heard, uh, I heard one. Yeah, one was really slow, and one was faster, and the fast one was better. Oh well, right. this was kind of like mid tempoy, like da- like Dancing Queeny kind of tempo, I think. Oh, and, it, it, and it, it, it had the fucking piano run that went into yeah. the chorus. It was it was just like you took all like took little fucking you know yeah. little motifs Abba from every other song. Well, it was all right in that. Yeah.
1: Uh, right. What else is in They've
3: the? They've set the bar quite high, though, haven't
1: they? Really fucking high. Uh. Right, so, also in the charts, uh, climbing uh, Just Can't Get Enough by uh, our hometown heroes, Depeche Mode, uh, Basildon's Finest. Uh, what number's that? Uh, that's at
3: 12 uh, this week. That was just,
1: just outside the 40 why, in the middle of the why month. Why are you making this hard for me?
3: You've been quite aggressive tonight. <laughs> You've said that in a few podcasts, and I'll listen to it back and I'll just edit it out. <laughs> so I'll sound affable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm always getting messages about how affable I am and they're like, Why does he get so angry about kids T V and holidays?
1: <laughs> Every time I look at the charts, they're dollar in the charts. They were really shit, weren't they?
3: But well, yeah, but were they though? What's that hand held in black and white? I don't even know what that is. That's alright. Is it? Tre- Trevor all, um wrote it, I think, and he's playing but he's playing bass with him on top of the pops. Mm. Yeah I mean so uh, yeah, it's alright. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what well, any songs you want to talk about?
3: Um, I'd I'd UB forty one in ten at number yeah, twelve. One in ten. I really like that. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah,
1: one of them died the other day, didn't
3: he? Oh, did he? Yeah. What uh, one?
1: Oh God, I don't want to say the, this sex and get it wrong. I don't think it was.
3: It's like there's two UB forties now. Though, yeah, there? yeah. UB forty and UB forty one. Uh,
1: it's not, it was the UB40 that's got
3: Ali's brother singing in it, not the UB40
1: with Ali and is it Asti? And
3: yeah. I don't think Ali's even in it anymore, is he?
1: Actually, Ali's younger brother, who was, because there's, there's two brothers, weren't they, in UB40 in the original lineup? Yeah. Uh, and I think they've, they're in two different versions now. And then. What,
3: well, there's a brother in each?
1: Yeah. And then the third brother that wasn't in the original sings in the other one that Ali isn't in. Fucking hell. Yeah, but I think that brother's just left. Awkward, isn't it? That UB40 documentary... That's an awkward Christmas, isn't it? it, Fuck me. That UB40 documentary is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Oh, really? Like, and then... I've not seen that. You've just got, like, the labels just going, like, theoretically... Because they're all potless. They're saying, theoretically, they should all be, like, fucking multi-multi-millionaires. They were, like, stadium-filling, like, across the world. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, but like every time the accountant would try and say something they'd be like, no no skin up and uh and then yeah, literally just got absolutely fleeced by corrupt fucking accountants and stuff and no one can trace the money and it's like millions and millions and millions.
3: But all but like all their songs after covers. after that original fucking you know, that original first couple of albums, all the big songs were covers, weren't they? Yeah. It's like they just ran out of fucking ideas after two albums, mm. wasn't it?
1: I think so, but like you know, when you look at, like, it, like, there's a there's a really famous gig where they're in, like, South Africa. And, like, like wherever they play, there's, like, literally, like, 100,000 people. And yeah. it's, like, you're making mega money if you're doing that. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if you're live gigs and stuff like that. But
3: but back in the day, people used to do the gigs as loss leaders to sell the records, didn't they? Like, yeah. so, I don't know where all the fucking money went from. Well, you must have gone to the promoters and the record companies, mustn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so.
1: Uh how are we doing for, for records? we nearly done.
3: Um, I had uh I had one more um that, that I found at number 50 in the middle of the month. I don't think it troubled the top 40. Uh because uh when when I was doing doing my final album, Blue Ruffle, I'd done a version of Gary Newman's Cars called Bras. <laughs> and uh it was only after I'd done it and put it out that I found out I one. Because this this was the thing. When I first when I first fucking started doing the Gang, I sent out like half a dozen CDs to like management companies. And I got this horrible, snotty fucking email back from Avalon. Because uh, I didn't know who Avalon were, but someone had said you should approach Avalon and see if like you can get some management yeah. to get a, get a tour going. And I got this horrible fucking snotty email back saying, forget it, mate. I've a big and done it all 25 years ago. And I was like, but yeah, he didn't do everything. You know, he didn't wank and cry. Yeah. And, uh, and so... He
1: definitely didn't.
3: He, you know... He did a lot of things, yeah. But um, and so, uh, you know, I sort of, uh, you know, I like Iver big and like either big and just fine. And then, yeah, funnily enough, after I'd fucking put my last album out with Bras Cars on, um, I found out Iver big and did in fact do uh, cars as Bras. Oh, really? On yeah, he, he had a he had a, a a medley single in 1981 called uh, Bras on 45, and there was lots of bra, you know, like it was like a bra based um, montage.
1: I've got that. I have a bigger album. I don't know why. I don't know how I've got it, but I've got that on vinyl. Oh, really? Yeah. What I, I big, never. What, owned what, like what was the single? The Winkers song. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I've got the album. I've no idea why. Uh, it's just like a kind of character on the front. Like, yeah. Like flax or drawing.
3: Yeah. Never listened to it, but he's got some quite good ones. You heard hide the sausage. No. <laughs> it's good days. What's that about? I don't know. Like secreting a pork-based. Uh, snack somewhere, I suppose. do not sound that
1: good. Uh, right,
3: where do we normally go now?
1: I'm normally really pissed by
3: now. Uh, is it sport, or is it TV? I don't know? Just do whatever you do, whatever you like. I think, like after after you know, as long as you do films first, music second, everyone's tuned out by now, so we just do what we fucking want. All right, what have I got to do? Whatever you like. All right. Uh, so, TV. I mean, I was thinking probably world events. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go on, TV. Uh,
1: Smurfs launched.
3: Did it? Yeah. I didn't have the Smurfs. Like, uh, yes. uh, Was that on movie phone?
1: No, that was on uh, Wikipedia. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, the the Smurfs launched.
3: Uh, Fan of that? Did Father Abraham lurk around in the woods? I think he did, because when that where the Smurfs lived? Yeah. Bearded man. In the woods. 81. You do the math. Yeah.
1: The Smurfs ruined. Um, <laughs> we mentioned uh, ghosts earlier. Uh, Rent-A-Ghost launched. Did it? Yeah.
3: Rent-A-Ghost launched in... I thought it was a bit late in that, but it wasn't. I thought we talked about Rent-A-Ghost already on a previous... Did we? Yeah, because you made me edit a bit out. Oh, I did that, like. Mister Claypole.
0: That's
1: right. That was the first one.
3: Was it?
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm.
3: Yeah. Let's move on, then. Uh,
1: it's a knockout. Was on. Oh, that, was it?
3: That was a lot of fun in nineteen eighty-one, wasn't it? Yeah. That was another one hosted by someone evil, wasn't it? Yep.
1: It wasn't so funny anymore, is it? Yeah.
3: Um, I had him in my celebrity pedo quiz. Stuart, uh, short hall, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. In the eighties, I hosted. It's a knockout. Now you picture me with kids and me cock out. So, um, it made me think of something,
1: because I remember thinking, like, It's a Knockout was, like, the
3: best when I was a kid. It was good It's a Knockout, wasn't it? Yeah, it was It was just, a lot of foam, wasn't it? felt like a lot of
1: foam, like, a lot of, like, big characters, like, big, like... Made of foam. Made yeah. of foam, and, like, and I remember just thinking it was, like, really exciting, and the closest... It, I was thinking about today, the closest we ever got to anything that was, like, fun and outdoors where we lived was this thing that happened literally in the field that we used to play in. Yeah. And it was called the Donkey Derby. Yeah. And it was like, I do remember it was like the same sort of anticipation as like the 999 fair with Wellethon in East Hillbury. Yeah. Uh, or the fair coming. Yeah. Or the carnival. I mean, yeah. the carnival was a big deal, wasn't it? It was yeah. like, oh, right, let's go and stand somewhere and throw coins at people on the floats. <laughs> but like, um, But the Donkey Derby, I remember thinking, yes, it's the Donkey Derby. And it was just shit, wasn't it? But
3: uh, you say that, but I, I think at the time it was—it must have been good, must not it? Because you could win a goldfish. You could actually win a goldfish.
1: Yeah, I know, but
3: I didn't that? Why was it called the donkey dog? Did they have a donkey race? Yeah,
1: they'd race donkeys.
3: Was it with people on?
1: I think so. That's cruel, isn't it.
3: Well, it depends how big the people are. What? Like if it's Rick Waller, <laughs> but like if he's like Gary Coleman,
1: yeah, Waller's not going to win that
3: race. He's don- He's getting shot later on, isn't it? <laughs> Bolt over here for Waller's one. <laughs>
1: Start singing with you, Rick. Oh fucking hell Yeah I just remember It just being rubbish There was no good like I think as a kid Like the carnival Or anything like that Fundamentally All you really want Is arcades and rides Isn't it Yeah That's all you're bothered about Like and I think Anything else Other than that Is a glorified fate And fate's a shit
3: I know what you mean It was fundamentally There was a tombola Wasn't there
1: Yeah Anything like that, which is some grumpy old bint you know from the community that has spent fucking a month at the local town hall, just making a massive deal about this fucking shit raffle where you're going to win a box of fucking
3: biscuits. I have really nice memories of the donkey derby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember... Because uh, we had mates whose house backed onto the field, Steve, yeah. Steve and Ian. Yeah. Do you remember the year like their elderly neighbour tried to bunk in uh, over a fence and she got her foot stuck on top of her fence <laughs> no. and was just like calling weakly from the garden and like she just had her foot stuck on top of a fence and it was like railings and so she's holding on with her foot up there and their dad had to go around her garden and like lift her down
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I vividly remember like we, we'd go out and, and they, they were twins weren't they and they were like um, the, mum and dad were like members of Thurrock Harriers uh, our local running club yeah and uh and like they loved a the bit of running, didn't they? And like so much so that we'd all be like playing football over the over the field, and then like the mum would be like, Steve, Ian, in, running. And then they'd have to go in, put their running stuff on, and then run around the outside of the field. Yeah, but they got a miles on <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I never got that though, of like stopping and running around playing football to make them go and run. Yeah. Never saw the logic in that. But it's a different kind of fitness, isn't it? Maybe. Uh, So,
1: yeah, uh, that was a donkey derby. Falls and Orses launched uh, in Uh September
3: 1981. You a fan? Yeah, the rumours about David Jason are just like... Oh, for fuck's (laughs) sake! I know you want to paper over the cracks just to kind of keep this feel good, but, like, you know, if you Google it, what happened in his house in 2009, I mean, he didn't know anything about it, obviously, because he's still a national treasure. So, you know, I just want to clear him here... Once and for all, stop this getting mentioned because he didn't do anything; he was on holiday. Right. So that's the end of it. All right, let's keep it light. Bullseye yep. launched. we? <laughs> oh, I was going to say Danger Mouse as well launched this month. Uh, David Jason. Yeah, I hated Danger Mouse. Do you? Yeah, I, I really hated it. Why did you hate
1: Danger Mouse? I didn't like the theme tune, uh, and it was just what like was, was the theme tune? Danger Mouse, danger mouse. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Like, Danger Mouse was a cunt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. He, he was just like, Penfold was like, I, I don't know actually, because I do not really ever watched it, but was Penfold like the one that was a bit of a knob that actually solved it all the time?
3: That uh, that was like Holmes and Watson, wasn't it? Just... Yeah.
1: And uh, Baron Greenback. Uh, I
3: forgot about Baron Greenback.
1: But yeah, I just, I really hated it. I did, ITV cartoons. Um, do you like
3: Falls and Season?
1: Uh Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't watch it anymore, but uh, I would say that I've probably seen every episode yeah. 20 times. I, I had them all on VHS and I used to sort of sling them on as I was going to sleep. Because yeah. like, it's kind of... It's just easy comedy, isn't it? Yeah. I watched the thing a little while ago um, where there was some of the remaining cast were on there talking about the whole kind of concept of it. And, yeah, there's some incredible bits of comedy uh, yeah, throughout, yeah. them, throughout them series. But, yeah, I, I, I'm at the point now where I've, I've seen it all enough. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, you know... Would they... you
3: go back and watch anything repeatedly like that? Nah. Yeah. Like,
1: because... Cause...
3: I mean, I still sling on faulty towers like once every couple of years, and the the office the as office well.
1: yeah, i would say definitely the office uh maybe partridge uh oh yeah part partridge yeah sometimes if if like it's like eleven o'clock at night and there's nothing on like you know sitting there with, with a semi and naked attraction uh I've gone to the second round where it's just the fellas like <laughs> i then switch over uh. And Peep shows on. I'll always watch Peep show. Oh yeah, Peep uh, show's good, isn't it? I, I really like that. What
3: did you do on holiday when you had to take the batteries out and put the put the fire on? She was cold. She you had your cock out. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Now I like. I, yeah, but I don't think like Fools and All series is on constantly uh, on Gold or whatever. Yeah, I've rarely put it on. I rarely put it on. I-, I will happily watch To Hull and Back anytime. That's my favourite episode. Mm. I really like that. Uh but yeah, I don't really sort of go there anymore. It's a good theme tune that, isn't
3: it? It's a cracking theme tune. Yeah. That's a blokes theme tune, isn't it? Proper bloke. That's theme right tune. up there with a the, That's uh, living all mind right minor one, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh I actually done top five Ruddy Bloody Blokes on our call listing this week.
3: Oh, did you? Yeah. Who who was your top five?
1: I had Roach, obviously. Uh, Hold
3: on, the, people can tune out and go and listen to that, and then come back and join us, can't they? Yeah, yeah. Just to warn us a plot spoiler. Where where was Roach?
1: At uh, one. Was he? Yeah. Uh, Terry McCann. Yeah. Uh, Mike Reed. Um, yeah. Not the radio one DJ. No. Uh, who else did I have? I
3: can't think of else I had. What from the all from the eighties were they? Paul Hogan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he was a all brand leathers. All wore brand leathers. Did they? Yeah. Mister Gels had a brand leather, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. That one that he put his records on was a brown one. How was it? Was that the same one?
1: Did you ever see that brand leather he had that he got for Christmas that
3: year? It weren't the, it weren't the droids he was looking for, was
1: it? <laughs> he got really upset about that
3: because
1: <laughs> obviously I don't think like he'd been bought this leather. And it was like a leather your dad would wear. And he wore it hoping that no one would say anything, I imagine. Just like, well, it's just just a coat, isn't it? But obviously, I don't think we were horrible enough. But Bollocks was. And I remember (laughs) he was just like, "Uh, what's that? Uh and just And I think you never saw Joe wear that again.
3: My my mum bought me a coat for Christmas about I think about like six or seven years ago. And uh I just went, why have you got me that? <laughs> and she went, well, just trying, like, Mum's always trying to smarten me up a bit. Yeah. You know, like, you know, throughout my whole, my whole fucking life. Yeah. Just trying to smarten you up a bit. Yeah. But, like, it was like a wax kind of barber coat. Mm. I ain't going to wear that, am I? And she went, I went, Mum, I've got to be honest, just take it back. And I said, you've still got to be seeing that, just take it back. And she went, but you'll wear that. I went, no, it's a wanker's jacket i uh, are wear... ungrateful. Yeah, but I'm not going to... No, I think there's a kind this of... is this Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. But I'm not wearing a wanker's jacket. I want to look like just a fucking say wanker. Like, just so you don't really like it.
1: Don't tell your mummy it's a wanker's jacket. I'm getting this aggressive because I've got one. <laughs> You've
0: got a wanker.
1: <laughs> wanker. Oh, dear. But, yeah, I mean, I remember... I must have mentioned that the feeler ski jacket on here, haven't I? I don't know, go on. When my mum phoned me up, and she was at round her mates, and he used to get a load of dodgy gear, and, uh, and my mum phoned me up and just went, do you want a feeler ski jacket? And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I beat the mother load. Like, blah, blah's got a load of knocked off ones. I was like, fucking hell. Then we come home, it was just this, like, really bad, like, quilted, like jacket with,
3: with an F zone on it.
1: With like a, a feeler thing like embroidered really badly. And I thought it might be like sort of like sort of almost like a three-quarter length, like cool. It weren't, it was like really tight round the waist, and it was really thick, so I just looked like the SO man. It like made me look even fatter than I was, and it was just like and my mum was like, There you go, and she was so pleased to bring it home, and I thought I got to go to school the next day in this, and I, and I remember just walking in. It was like emo, oh. and like everyone just shouting emo at me, and I was like, never wearing
3: that again. Did you throw Barham under the bus and go, yeah, but he's got a Skoda? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear! I, I also remember once wearing this like three quarter length black leather jacket when I was in the last last year of school, uh, last year of, like junior school, and uh, and it was like I I was. I was lucky. I had like a Fred. I had, I had a Fred Perry, like a white Fred Perry, and like a Fred Perry black V-neck jumper. And it's like the only school photo I ever got where I look all right. Like and uh, and I remember there was like these kind of like three-quarter-length black leather jackets with like sort of cut of big pockets at the front. It was really fucking like all the lads, had them And I thought, mm. and it was like Christmas. I was like, oh, can I can I have a leather jacket for Christmas? And I must have just been sort of getting into the idea of like clothes. Yeah. And like and fashion or whatever, and uh, I mean I went oh I'll go down to mix in Tilbury and I just thought but I don't. Christmas I woke up she bought me a green leather bomber jacket, green. I've never seen a green leather jacket before. After that, no, never wore it, and I was just like, why have you bought me a green leather jacket? Like, got a Millennium Falcon. I think the following Christmas just (laughs) to make up for it, but uh, but yeah, but. Bullseye. Yeah. Like, as a TV show. I mean, most of the people on there. Blokes. Well, I don't know. I would say looking back now, most of them people were in St. Osif's last week. Oh, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't see a dart ball though. I like a bit of arrows.
3: Yeah, I don't mind a bit of arrows. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, it's a bloke sport, and it, darts?
3: Yeah, I, I never play it, so I am fucking rubbish at it, but I do enjoy it.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start mixing it in a pub with like a darts team. I think I'd no. come unstuck. Yeah, definitely. Like,
3: like you, you, you would never at a double, would you? No, no, me neither.
1: Well, I'm quite glad that you know every other TV show we, we've spoke about
3: tonight. Uh, you've made quite sinister and horrible. Well, did you so, hear about the murder on Bullseye? Here we go. <laughs> did you Did you hear about the murder on Bullseye?
1: On Bullseye.
3: Yeah. He was one of the. Do you know what? He was like, one of the contestants on Bullseye. Yes, because and you can still see footage of him on Bullseye, can't yeah. you? Yeah, right, I
1: don't know what he done. Or what,
3: what he right, here we go. I, I went on because I, I watched a documentary about it about six months ago. But I went on Wikipedia. His name was John Cooper, and uh, I was just going to read you, read you a little bit from his Wikipedia just for you and any of the listeners that haven't heard about him. So between the ages of seventeen and twenty one, Cooper was charged with theft of a vehicle. Assaulting a police officer, being drunk and disorderly, and assault occasionally an actual, actual bodily harm. In 1978, Cooper, then a farm labourer, won 90 grand uh, and also a 4 grand car in the newspaper Spot the Ball competition, which would be like half a million pounds nowadays. Um, a friend said John developed a huge drink and gambling habit after his winnings went to his head. It was a life-changing amount of money, and I saw a real change in him. He spent most of it in pubs and bookies. People were scared of him, and he got into a lot of fights. As his money dried up, he started the robberies. Like, at this point, he's still a bloke, isn't he? Yeah. Well, an edgy Pat Roach. Yeah. Uh, on 22nd of December 1985, Cooper targeted a three-storey farmhouse at Scoston Park, killing brother and sister Richard and Helen Thomas, and then burning down the house. Across the line. Uh... On 29th of June, 1989, Peter and Gwenda Dixon were on holiday in Pembrokeshire and were due to take their last walk along the coastal path when they failed to return. get where this is going. Their dead bodies were later found along the path. Cooper had tied the couple up, demanded they hand out their bank card and then forced them to disclose their pin uh, and carrying a sawn-off shotgun, robbed Peter Dixon of 300 quid then shot him in the face at point-blank range.
1: When did he go on I'm
3: getting around to that. Right. All of this before he goes on and does a bit of Bully? That was a week after he appeared on Bully. So he'd already done the couple in the farmhouse. So he's on Bully, and he a week go- later he's he's
1: murdered two people. Yeah.
3: And on Bully, he talked about how he likes to walk the Pembrokeshire coastal path, because he's like, they called him the coastal path killer.
1: There was a TV show about him.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it, there was a, a, a drama. A drama, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, After after he appeared on Bully, in 1996, he attacked five youngsters in a park, holding them at gunpoint, taking them into the woods, uh, where he sexually assaulted one girl and raped another, and one was just 15. Wow. So where was he caught? Um, So he was sentenced to 14 years in 1998 for robbery and burglary, uh, and he was released from prison in 2009, but they'd done a cold case review and found his DNA... Uh, and, and, uh, and then the footage of the addition of Bullseye convicted him. There, there, was, a sh- there was a shot of him with his light like, mullet and that from the back that was like matched, they matched up exactly with like an artist's impression. So that was used as part of the prosecution's case. Wow. And that and the DNA, like, and, and him talking about the Pembrokeshire coastal path and stuff, that convicted him.
1: Wouldn't it have been great if it would have ended with like a fucking chase in his speedboat that you want to Definitely. Oh dear! Fucking hell! I, I I knew that there was when you said that bit about his hair. I remember hearing about that as well. Yeah. Fucking hell! That's insane.
3: Stay out of the black, in the red. Fuck Shoot hell. two people and leave them for dead. What? <laughs> what else you got?
1: Got... Grab some beer with yeah. uh, I think that's it for telly. Yeah, that's all I've got for telly. Uh,
3: I can move on to uh, news items. Ooh. I haven't done any, anything on news items, so it's all, cool. all going to be news to me. We can wish through sports. I... Hold
2: up. What was that?
1: Got a lot. Uh, it was a Ryder Cup, uh, uh, the golf Ryder Cup in September uh, '81. We ain't golfers, are we? Nah. I just can't ever see me and you on a golf course.
3: I often think what would have been if I'd took me wanker's jacket. I, I just don't think we're the sort of blokes that are going
1: to ever play golf. I don't think we'd be welcome on golf courses. Uh, I don't like golf.
3: No, I. I, I just got no. I've got no fucking interest in it. I don't know, like. I don't really like any sport apart from football. I don't That's even, all right.
0: Yeah.
3: Um. I can't find any enthusiasm
1: for it. Uh, world judo championships. Uh, did you ever want to do judo when you was a kid?
3: I sort of like, you know, sort of like the idea of it. Yeah. But I think that was maybe just around the time of the Karate Kid and you kind of, like, all those martial arts just suddenly seemed really alluring.
1: I think that was before that, because when Karate came out, that's when I went to Karate. Mm. But Judo was, like, early days, Brian Jack superstars. It was all, like, kind of very early 80s. And I remember just thinking, oh, I love to do Judo. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if my parents just thought I was a soft kid and were like, no, I ain't letting you go there. You're going to get, like, filled in.
3: So... I think they were worried about your potential, Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like um, your mum would dish you up a dinner she didn't like and you'd like throw her out in at the conservatory. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, but then sense. was there any, any judo clubs around here?
1: I suppose so. Like, I remember like loads of people done judo. Neil oh, Davis done judo. Oh,
3: did he? I remember thinking, oh, he does
1: judo. Like, I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> like, um, I just always really liked like judo suits and like karate suits. Yeah. Like, I was just a proper cool. Um, it was a European cycling, um, so have we spoke about our bikes
3: on here? I think so, you talked. you, you talked about my grifter, I think, I think we, I think maybe we left one episode where my grifter had got nicked. Right. But I don't think we've gone post grifter, have we?
1: So, obviously, after the kind of, your grifters, like, you grow up and you get like a, a racer or a mountain bike. Well, I
3: got the insurance money from the grifter and I bought a BMX. Yeah. You had that
1: BMX till you passed your driving test. You didn't have another bike. You had that white BMX with them blue mushrooms. <laughs>
3: I did. I did. <laughs> I had that same one. I sprayed it, though, didn't I? Did you? Yeah. you sprayed it black? I sprayed it black, but I'd, I'd done all these colours, like on the, what would you call the fucking thick bit of the frame? I'd yeah. done all these colours on the thick bit of the frame, and then I put masking tape and I wrote madness on it. And I sprayed it all black, so it had like madness and all these multi colours.
1: You still got it?
3: I would have, but I think my mum got rid of it when I moved out.
1: I just remember thinking, "There's a six foot four man, <laughs> like, that's clearly got pubes, riding a bike
3: with massive headphones on. Like, it just looked weird." Well, you know, tell that to the Olympic medalists who are grown-ups riding BMXs. If you want to, like, pour scorn on their dreams, go ahead. (laughs) Because they're grown-up and they ride BMXs, you know, and they all seem to be doing all right, so fuck you. Stand corrected.
1: There was a a typhoon (laughs) uh, in Korea. I hate wind.
3: Wind is rubbish, but is it worse than rain? Yeah. No. No. What's your problem with rain? Right, rain can ruin a fucking holiday. True. Right, bit of wind just fucking like just just give your windbreak an extra fucking hit with your mallet.
1: You've got a lot of barnet. Wind can't do that any favors.
3: But I'd just I'd put on a headscarf. If it was too windy. <laughs> but have, ra- have you ever put on a headscarf? No, I haven't, no. that would look so good. <laughs>
1: stand at a bus stop and <laughs> with a scarf on. That looked fucking excellent.
3: <laughs> but oh, but rain, rain really fucking ruins an holiday, doesn't it? Like with, so, so I was on the beach, you know, like on the beach as a kid when it fucking rained and you're all like behind your windbreak like when, you know, your granddad with a newspaper on his head and that. Like rain's fucking rubbish. Bit of wind. Yeah. Just fucking, you yeah, know. Rain get in the sea. You won't go
1: in the sea, will I'll you? I'll go in the sea. Do you? Yeah. I bet you don't.
3: Yes, I fucking oh, do. Bollocks. Why don't you think I'll go in the sea? Nah, I reckon you're like. You've got this picture of yourself as a really muscly bloke, right? <laughs> and me is like this kind of feeble child. Like all that stuff with the fucking survival on the island last month. That was all to do with that. That's like, like you picture yourself. As I'm someone like a who'd Dennis, Dennis the Menace. Yeah, and you're Ha, 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 ha. I'm a bloke, I've got more tattoos than you. Well you have. I've deliberately made sure I have more tattoos <laughs> than you. But I reckon
1: you don't you don't just sling on a pair of trunks and go straight in. I reckon you roll your jeans up and have a paddle.
3: No, I don't. No, i, I you know I wear normal normal swimwear and I go in the sea. But and l- and let me tell you, I'll probably get in the sea quicker than you because I bet you're like, oh it's a bit cold, oh it's it me nuts, oh it's hit me <laughs> tummy, Oh, my nipples, right? That's you getting into the sea, but I'm just like, bosh, straight in. <laughs> like a lifeguard. Yeah, I and then don't... when I come up, I'm like,
0: ah, it's freezing. <laughs> the it cock <got> disappeared.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I, I, I have a, I just fucking ate wind. I really hate wind. Like it, just gets on me nerves. I don't like driving when it's windy. I don't like going for a run when it's windy. I don't mind doing all of the the, the, the aforementioned in the rain.
3: No rain, rain's just much worse. Like I just like see. I do all those things in the wind. I won't go for a run because I never go for a run. But I'll like, no. play. I'll play football in the wind. Yeah. You know, but playing in the rain is fucking rubbish. If it's raining and you've got football, will you go? Yeah, I do. I do go. Yeah. Like I'm not a house cat. I can fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it and I can pretend in front of the other real men and not be bothered by yeah. it but like, I don't like it I don't yeah. like fucking you know yeah you have to have a little, little mug of soup when you get in I do yeah just like but for the first bit I just hold my hands on it Getting get in the blanket <laughs> um, so
1: can you remember a uh, thing that we got Lil to film Uh, Our performance art piece that we filmed in your your then garden uh, called from uh, the, I think it was called From the Rain to the Sea.
3: Oh, was it? Yeah. I I, I remember what you're talking about. We was was wearing leotards, weren't we?
1: It was leotards? Where did we get leotards from? Charity shop. Right. Was your mint green or was that my one? Yours was mint green, mine was purple. (laughs) Uh, But I think, did we have white leggings on underneath it?
3: I think so. And but, I remember we augmented it by like, didn't we stick cherry tomatoes? We put a cherry <laughs> tomato there in
1: front of each one. That shows how small our are. A
3: cherry tomato was going to make it better. <laughs>
1: and I, I do remember, like, we started at one end of the garden, like, and and it was kind of quite a dramatic performance, if I remember rightly. There was like yeah. on the knees, like, our hands sort of flailing above us, and then I think we had done like an awkward kind of weird, bizarre uh, kind of run or walk. Uh, I remember
3: one. Out from one side of a tree and one out from the other side of the tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's right. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) Why did we do that?
3: Yeah, but I think that that question applies to everything. Is Why the fuck do you do it? It's just because doing Summit, isn't it? It's just doing Summit. I think back then,
1: if you had a video camera and it was charged... Yeah. You had to be a dick and do something, didn't you?
3: Well, because you thought that you might show someone and they might laugh at it.
1: Yeah, because we never done anything with any of it, did we? And no, we like, didn't and even got, edit it. Or We've got hours and hours and hours of us doing stupid things, dressing stupid fucking outfits.
3: That day we all walked round Basildon in our vest and pants and filmed it and went in the... Um...
1: Children's soft play area.
3: No, they wouldn't let us in, would they? But they gave us three quid to fuck off, and then he <laughs> spent it on fags. We told him it was for Great Almond Street.
1: <laughs> That's terrible. I remember going in the bakers and then asking how much for uh, a <laughs> CD baps.
3: Yeah, <laughs> was there was CD not. Yes, yeah, CD knot.
1: <laughs> oh fucking hell! Like. That... There's something to be said for that sort of fun, though, are not there? Like, what are we going to do today? Oh, I ain't got anything to do. It's our oh, video camera's charged. All right. What this will we, be silly. Let's just go and dress up. And I mean, the thing is now, do you think, like, I haven't seen people walking around shopping centres. Was you there when we took all the wank mags off of the, the shelves in WH Smiths?
3: I uh, No, I don't think I
1: was. That was me and Castle. Me and Joe went in there. Dressed in suits with fucking Ray Bans and lenses pushed out, <laughs> and we went at W H and started taking the fucking uh, Razmags off the fucking top shelf. We got manhandled out of there, and then we tried to do it in the little news agents, and he he booted us out as well.
3: So what were you doing once you got them off? Just looking at them, pretty much.
1: Well, no, we were saying that we we, we didn't want them on the shelves because we thought they were disgusting. We just we just wanted some attention. Look at us.
3: <laughs> Fil- you- film it. Are you glad YouTube weren't around then?
1: No, I think I would have loved having all of that on YouTube, but then I'd probably look back at some of the stuff that we've done there and say, I'm really glad that's not on YouTube.
3: Yeah, that's what I think, is I'm just really glad it ain't all on YouTube. Yeah. Probably acceptable in the
1: 80s. Yeah. Uh, News-wise, there was new regs put put through on uh, laws of nutrition in America. Uh, School dinners... um, (laughs) Were, were were too trashy, so they upped it and changed it. To the ketchup and uh, the pickled relish uh, was now vegetables, so uh, you could still get your burgers, but you had to have them with it because uh, they were two of your, your five a day. Uh, <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I don't know why I wrote it down without even cross-referencing this, but it says John Barnes was born.
3: <laughs> John Barnes was born <laughs> <Yes>. in nineteen eighty-one. <1981. laughs>
1: <laughs> he peaked early, didn't
3: he? He always looked young, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he was handsome, John Barnes. But well, we saw about him like he's dead, right? Uh, um, no, you... but no,
3: but he was handsome now. He looks like a potato with a face on.
1: <laughs> did you see that?
3: Uh, I had a poster of John Barnes, didn't I? I'm sure I fucking talked about this, but I had a poster of John Barnes like leaning out the edge of a swimming pool, like on my, on my wall I for about 10 that. years. Like looking back, it was probably quite homoerotic, yeah. It was just him with his top off, like leaning out of a swimming pool. Weren't even playing football or anything.
0: you
3: Yeah, Barnsley. yeah. Speaking of blokes,
1: I didn't mention this when we were talking about blokes earlier. Um, New video today uh, come out by the Stranglers. Oh, really? Blokes. Yeah. Um, Who's the star of the video? Pat Roach. Stuart Pearce. (laughs) <laughs> That's a bloke combo, isn't it? Yeah, he's a bloke, isn't he? Stranglers and Stuart Pearce.
3: What the fuck is Stuart Pearce doing in the video? I ain't gonna ask him. if I can give you a dry slap, won't he? Yeah. Right. Do you he's odd, Stuart Pearce? <laughs> or is he hard for a footballer? What footballers are actually hard? Because they, they always say, didn't they? Oh, the old man, like Graham Souness.
1: Vinnie Jones.
3: Mind you, I reckon Vinnie Jones would probably... Nah, don't you reckon? Nah. Oh, I don't know, I reckon he could have had it.
1: Terry Butcher? Because
3: he was a proper bloke, Vinnie Jones. Like, you could imagine him on a building site. Like, you can't imagine Graham Soonis on a building site.
1: Nah. Roy Keane?
3: Nah. I think he thinks he's hard. <laughs> <laughs> don't he?
1: Yeah. Who's the hardest bloke you know, like in the world? Anyone? Who's the hardest bloke? It ain't you. No, it ain't me. Like, who's the hardest bloke in the world? Sound
3: like you was fishing for me to say you. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the hardest bloke in the world? Well, have anyone I know or not, or yeah, anyone I know.
1: Yeah, in the world.
3: (sighs) I don't know because I haven't paid attention to like boxing and stuff since. I don't matter. So it'd be Mike Tyson. Yeah. I think Mike Tyson was the hardest bloke in the world. Do you think there's anyone harder than Mike Tyson when he was really hard? Nah, nah. Because he was like he was, he was filth as well. Yeah, like
1: didn't yeah, mind
3: fighting dirty and
1: possibly Apollo Creed.
3: Do you reckon Apollo Creed could have him? Nah. Probably. No. Nah, Move nah.
1: well. Mr T was pretty fucking hard.
3: Yeah, but then he wore them little shorts and loved his mother.
1: Right, no other. <laughs> um,
3: right, so...
1: Uh, I've got a couple more stories uh, before we can wrap it up.
3: Was Mike Tyson the oldest bloke in the 80s? But then, see, you see, what if you'd have got Tyson together with Pat Roach in the ring? Yeah. Because that that would happen now. That would be on YouTube or, or fucking pay-per-view. Be in the cage now. Like,
1: uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
3: Like... Roach would pull a fucking distributor out, wouldn't he? Like, buy the fucking... Yeah. Buy the leads and just fucking... Yeah.
1: I can picture Mike Tyson running away and getting in a car and fucking Hightower just rolling it. Like, Hightower, I reckon, could <laughs> we'll fucking mix it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I do, I do think, like...
3: Hytale was. Hightower he, he, would be someone that someone else would hit. Yeah. And, like, they'd just look at their hand and all their yeah. fingers would be broken.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, Definitely.
3: <laughs> definitely. Um there was a, the
1: largest ever jailbreak uh took place in September nineteen eighty one in Poland, uh which
3: then led to a riot. Do you know what, I love the idea of a jailbreak, it's sort of like a pitch invasion, yeah. isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's a couple of people like, guess what we're gonna do? And yeah. then the rest were
1: <laughs> like an after party, isn't it?
3: Right. <laughs> Can you remember?
1: When Bollocks done a a pitch invasion.
3: Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. So
1: I was on an aeroplane coming home from holiday, and I bought a newspaper, and when I turned on the back page, they were, like, complaining about this end of West Ham season, this pitch invasion. (laughs) And there was Bollocks, who's never... He's, like, the
3: least football bloke, isn't he, ever? ever.
1: On the pitch, doing a pitch (laughs) invasion.
3: And I was like what's
1: happened this week since I've been gone? Like, my mate's literally fucking, (laughs) now doing pitch invasions with the fucking ICF. What's happened? But, um, that would have been my, (laughs) yeah, it was, right? This is what what everyone does. Brilliant. This is fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, so, I want to sort of, let's, let's find a scenario, right? So, uh, we're in Lakeside Shopping Centre, right? Uh, we're walking along, I throw an apple over my shoulder, uh, <laughs> it hits someone on the head, they turn round, uh, you turn round, they punch you, uh, I punch him, and then it domino effect, right?
3: Like a western, everyone yeah. throwing tables up yeah. and
1: their mates. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, someone gets thrown through a shop window, alarms start going, people then start smashing other windows. Before we know it, full-on riot. Yeah. What are you going to do?
3: I'd probably just like run up to the camera and go, hey everyone, free TVs! Hey, free TVs! (laughs) (laughs) What would you actually do? Would you get involved? I'd just loot some of it. Like what? Just, I
1: don't know. Wouldn't you smash anything?
3: Yeah, like I'd put a big window through and then I'd loot some stuff out of it. Like I didn't even really want or need and I'd just take it home and just sit there. Yeah.
1: I love the fact that you're just going to fucking. Throw a great big fucking bin through like Barbara and then just walk out of Lakeside in a fucking jacket, the wanker's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to get caught up in that. I think that'd be proper exciting.
3: Yeah, it would be good.
1: I'd love to knock a like coppers don't wear tits anymore, do they? No, do they
3: like no, they don't. No, but no, but for the, they don't wear tits for the express purpose that people yeah. just knock them off. I'd in love riots. To, I'd
1: love to have just like knocked a tit off an head. I'd like to have done that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like proper smash a massive window. Like, I'd like to well, do would that. Would you
3: pick a particular shop? Is there a shop you think's a cunt that you'd want to put the window through, or would it just be any shop?
0: Um,
1: just like
3: some old bloke, he's like life business. Like that, that one in Croydon, they all burnt down. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'd do
1: a chain. Or I'd do the reception at St. Osie's Holiday Park. <laughs> 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 like... Yeah, I know. I'll definitely do like one where, like, it ain't going to fucking be detrimental to their lifestyle if they've got to fucking get a new window.
3: Well, like Poundland or something. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't do that. You w- cheap cunts. I wouldn't want to fucking lose. Every time a fucking- I go in for one thing, I spend about 18 quid. After- Have <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, rule plugs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you know, what's the most expensive? A jeweller's. Yeah, I'd, I'd literally just fucking smash a jewellers and like and literally just fucking walk around like Bobby George for the next yeah. fucking month. He was in my top five. I was a uh, yeah, yeah. He's a bloke, wasn't he? Yeah. Right. I think. Oh no! Last story: Simon and Garfunkel, um, hit um, folk combo from the sixties uh, and seventies. I know who they are. Just for the listeners, they may not. Uh, they've got back together and played a huge gig, which was subsequently, I believe, a, 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 a video release,
3: uh, live in Central Park. Oh, I didn't know about any of that. Yeah.
1: You uh, you a fan?
3: Yeah, I like I like them without knowing that much about them. Like, obviously, you know, like, you know, all the songs from The Graduate and that. Yeah.
1: What's your favourites?
3: Um, Sound of Silence. It's mm? a good one. Like, I like Mrs. Robinson. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Like America. How's America all America.
1: As America. Oh, go to look for America. Mm. Like that. Home band. Like oh, that's that. good, isn't it? Yeah. Sitting at a railway station, you were uh, packed your bags, didn't you? And <laughs> what bike? You didn't do that on your BMX, did you?
3: No, no. Do you know what? No, I didn't do it on my BMX. But I was, I was eighteen, and uh, some bloke. I was still working part time in the sweet shop. And some bloke come in who had some dodgy mountain bikes, and so like off the back of a lorry, and so I bought one off him for like it's like one hundred and twenty quid or something. Because you went, you went travelling, didn't you? Yeah, I went travelling, yeah.
1: Right, because yeah. I remember feeling sad, and we were, sort of, you know, had a bit of a sort of send off for, you and it was like big send off. <sighs> what was the plan? Was you, you was going to go across Europe, wasn't you? Yep. So. um what, what was it going to be? A year? What where did you? How long was your planning on going for? Six, six months? months to
3: a year. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I remember, like, you know, I remember sort of going home and saying to Mum, like, you know, just, it's going to be weird. Like, I've been around, bereft, and like she was, oh, it, you know, it will it, be back before you know it. How long was you going for?
3: You such a <laughs> cunt, aren't <isn't> you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it's a fortnight. <laughs> Now they all know it's a fucking fortnight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't realise it was that short. Yeah, I
3: thought it was about a month. I I had to proper string it out for a fortnight as well. Right. You, you went with someone, didn't you? Yeah, Jeff. Right.
1: I was like, yeah, Jeff. He was like your new mate. I well I, I knew him for
3: five years at school. Yeah, you kept him hidden from us lot. Well, yeah, I went to a posh school though, so like he was, I was embarrassed of you. Like so that's why I didn't introduce you to any of my proper schoolmates. No, you don't want to you don't want to meet Roy Jeff, you get nits. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so so you and Jeff headed off, right? So what on the ferry over to France?
3: Um yeah, we caught the ferry from New Haven to Dieppe. Right. And uh <clears throat> where well, there was meant to be three of us going, and John dropped out with like a week to go. And um bearing in mind this is like I don't know like what was it fucking like 1989. Yeah. So it was in the days before the internet. So we'd obviously done all our research on what we were going to do while we were there. We were gonna pick grapes. Oh, so we had a bit saints. we had a bit of money, we had a bit of money to kind of last us for a couple of weeks, and then we was gonna pick grapes. Jeff had a four-man tent that was so fucking heavy that we carried it between us, like, on our backs in fucking rucksacks and panniers. And um, then we was out there for one week. Jeff didn't speak one single fucking word of French, and I had to do everything. for I mean, I didn't speak great French, but I got by. But,
1: oh, was, you, was, you, was, you, was it helpful speaking that? Did you do Jeff any favours with the ladies?
3: Uh, I don't think we even met any ladies. It was, right. just ble- it was bleak. It was fucking... It was hot... It was bleak. We, what was bleak? I, the the fact that Jeff didn't speak any French, so I had to fucking do everything for him. We were skint because we knew we only had two weeks' money, so we was just like we'd go to a supermarket and just buy like a pack of ham and some carrots, and then just like sit and eat them by a station. <laughs> and then we nearly got murdered like some fucking like weird bloke and his thirteen-year-old girlfriend on the back of a bike was trying to get us to stay in his caravan in the woods. And like. Yeah, it was like on the edge of some woods, and Jeff wanted Jeff wanted to go with him. And I think I really think we'd never have fucking been seen again if we'd have gone with him. So I think he was going to have like a rob a, a rob up, maybe like a little rape and that, and a bit of a murder and that.
1: So you started picking grapes, and that would have got you the money to get to Spain. No,
3: no it's the wrong season for picking grapes. There was no no fucking grapes. Okay. There was nothing, and I don't even think we were in the right part of France for picking grapes. And then like we eventually ended up in like the middle of France and Jeff went over a stone on his racer and it fucked his wheel and it cost the rest of his money to sort his wheel out. And so he went straight home after a week and just got the train home. And I thought like fuck I've only been gone a week, I just can't go straight home. So a safe face, I just bike back, like on my own for a week across France. Did you have
1: to carry the old tent?
3: No, it was so fucking heavy. Jeff just took it. Jeff took it on the train. And I had to buy a new tent. So like, <laughs> I did. I literally had enough money to fucking. Like, I didn't even have enough enough money to get the train back. I just biked back with my new one man tent. Like, and just you know, done about like 120 kilometers a day just to get back across France. And I couldn't come back too quickly because like I'd said a big goodbye to everyone. And it was like you know like, I remember doing a big goodbye when I left Burton's like the menswear shop. And then you kinda of get outside the shop and I realise I've left something in my locker and you have to go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, you've hugged all the girls and like, yeah. you know, there's been a few tears and that and then you have to go back in and get something and so it was like, yes, uh, see you. Yeah. yeah, see you then. <laughs> <laughs> and like I had such a big goodbye, like, you know, yeah. to be away for that amount of time like, and yeah. I couldn't just go back after a week and like so I ended up coming back after a fortnight.
1: Mm. I was just starting to like kind of sort of settle in with a new bunch of mates. And, like, they were into, like, golf and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I can see my, my life. Like, they didn't have video cameras. They weren't dressing up like knobs. and like,
3: You wouldn't have fitted in. You'd have been like Richard Hammond, like, having to laugh at all the bullies' jokes, but being the butt of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: fucking hell. Right, I think, I think we're done. I think I've, ex- like, I've, I've literally exhausted everything I've got here. Have you got anything else?
3: No, I just want to say, like, to everyone... You know, thanks for all your messages of support that you keep sending us, you know, for this podcast and thanks for you know, all the positivity and that, you know, through these bleak times. And uh like right, see you next month and that. What was that about, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you meant there's closed podcasts with that, and yeah? I suppose so. Fuck off you bunch of cunts. See there you in we October. Go. Thank you.
1: Remembering
0: when we were young in the eighties.